afternoon, my conscious co-creators. Welcome to another edition of the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are here with me today. In store for you, we have another amazing, amazing show. I have a very fascinating guest uh, calling in shortly to talk about... uh, all kinds of things in the healing realm. But first, of course, let's get started with our quotes of the day from the universe and Abraham. A big shout out to all of our viewers on the Facebook live stream. Welcome, Vincent, Roman, Brigitte. Wonderful to have you with us today. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, please feel free to... Uh, type them into the comment section of the video on the Facebook live stream. And for those listening, if you want to catch the video, you can go to facebook.com slash talk radio NYC um, to, uh, uh, to find the video. All right, let's get going. First, our quote from the U- Mike Dooley and the universe. Let's see what the universe has in store for us today. Have you ever met a blade of grass that didn't emphatically say yes to even the soles of your feet. It's the same with all the other elements. You just have to show up the universe. (laughs) We love our quotes from Mike Dooley in the universe, reminding us of how all the elements, indeed all of the universe is actually here to serve us. You know, sometimes it's easy to get into that mindset that we have to protect ourselves, that everything's against us, um, that, you know, things, uh, you know, we we, got to be on the lookout for things. No, what the universe is telling us, I mean, just look around you, right? Do we need to worry about having enough oxygen to breathe? Well, you know, if you're near a factory, you might want to be a little careful. But again, that's man-made or people-made. That's not nature-made. You know, nature in and of itself is always here to serve us. And, you know, it may not always be obvious at the time because, yeah, there are storms, you know, there are there there are things that happen. Um, but, the, you know, it, we, we think that they're here to hurt us and they're not really here to hurt us. We just have to take a slightly longer view of things and that we need to uh, kind of look at things from a grander perspective and that the earth always kind of equalizes itself out. And yes, we go through periods of, of drought and floods and mudslides and fires. Um, but in the grand scheme of things, uh, you know, the, the, even the fires are necessary to burn down the old, um, the old forest to, to make room for the new. And, and I've mentioned this before, you know, there are even certain types of pine cones that do not release their seeds except under extreme heat. So if it were not for certain forest fires, those pine cones would not open up. Those seeds would not get planted. Now, look, this is not to say for an instant 
that we should not be completely compassionate to our brothers and sisters who are experiencing, you know, the, the, the harshness of the extreme weather that's happening. My heart goes out to everyone affected by the hurricanes, the wildfires, the earthquakes, the tsunamis, the, 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 all of those issues. But the truth is, you know what? Sometimes those things help to wake us up to be more compassionate to our fellow human being, to be more aware, to understand the effect that we have on our environment. Now, I, I've, I know a lot of people talk about, you know, whether this global warming or climate change, whether it's man-made or just a natural cycle of the planet. You know what? I don't care. I actually don't care what the cause is of the climate change that we're experiencing. But the things that we believe we should do to help offset the human uh, element of that, renewable energy, recycling, what's wrong with those things? We should be doing that anyway. Working towards being more in balance with nature only helps us to live in a healthier environment so that we as human beings can be around here longer. The elements are here to serve us. We abuse them. And it's when we take a more mindful approach to our environment, to all the things around us, then we begin to see that, yes, even the blades of grass say yes all the time, even to the soles of our feet. They don't complain that we walk upon them. This doesn't mean we need to mow them down or burn them down. Doesn't mean we need to be insensitive. Doesn't mean we need to ignore our environment or look at it as an enemy or as something just to be exploited. You know, some of the biggest problems happen because we look at this planet as some inanimate object without consciousness or feeling, and we don't give our reverence like the Native Americans do to the earth, the air, the water, and the fire, or to the animal kingdom or the mineral kingdom. You know, I, I really sometimes just wonder how much of an effect, how much of a change it would have on the world if before we dug up diamonds from the ground, we said a prayer and gave thanks to Mother Earth. Or before we, we cut down some trees because we need wood, we expressed some gratitude for those resources. Like, would it cost us anything? You know, monetarily, would it cost us anything? And I just wonder what the benefits would be to take just a slightly more mindful, slightly more conscious approach to the things we do today. It doesn't have to be a big shift. You know, I know sometimes, you know, people look at the, listen to the media and they see all these problems in the world and they think, oh my God, it's like things are so awful. Like, how are we ever going to uh, uh, overcome this? How are we ever going to get past this? And you know what? Sometimes I think it's not such a big thing. It's just a little shift, a little change of inflection that if we each do individually, that the collective effect of that 
can be tremendous. Uh, thank you, Dennis. Uh, glad you appreciate what I'm saying. Welcome, Beth, Scott, Maria, Chuck. Thank you for joining us on the Facebook live stream. Okay, great quote from the universe. Let's see what Abraham has in store for us today. From Abraham, the one who fears something the most is the one who has it most activated in their vibration. And so it is logical that they would experience it. Abraham. So, you know, this is a great quote from Abraham, and this is the sort of the answer to all those people who were like, oh, but I'm being so positive. Like, why are these weird things happening in my life? Well, are you afraid of them? See, we, we tend to forget that when we experience fear and when we hold fear in our energetic body, in our, in the, in our unconscious, in the back of our minds, when there's fear there, that fear causes us to focus on the very thing we're afraid of. And by focusing on that very thing we're afraid of, our energy tends to flow there. And when our energy flows there, right, it just makes sense that that's what would come about. Right? Doesn't that, don't you know somebody? Don't you have a friend who's like, you know, one of these people who's always afraid of something happening and somehow something always does happen to that friend? Isn't it just amazing how like the people who complain the most always have something to complain about? It's by our attention to these things. It's by our focusing to these things that we give our energy to these things and we hold it in our field and then it's much more likely to happen to us. Now, does this mean that every little thing we're afraid of is going to happen to us in our life? No, not necessarily. It all depends. How strong is that fear? How much are we holding it? How much energy are we giving to it? And how much are we focusing on it? You know, if it's a little fear, if it's a slight thing, maybe not such a big deal. But if it's an ever-present fear, if it's something that's constantly in our consciousness, then we have a much greater chance. So I believe what the universe is trying to tell us and what Abraham is trying to tell us is to learn to trust just a little bit more. The antidote to fear is not courage. The antidote to fear is trust. The more trust we have, the less there is to be fearful of. The more we see the perfection in everything around us, even if we can't logically see it in the moment, the more we can accept and just let go of those things that do not serve us. It's really that simple. May not be so easy, but it's that simple. And that's why we call it a practice. Practice because it's something we practice at. And the more we practice at it, the better we get. And the better we get, the more life unfolds for us. So two wonderful quotes from the universe and from Abraham. I hope you've enjoyed them. Uh, welcome, Catherine. Welcome, Dawn, to the Facebook live stream. Again, if you're enjoying this, if you like my quote today, please share the video. Please tell your friends about it. Um, the more you share it, the, the more Facebook puts it out there, the more it helps us.
So before we go to break, uh, it is my pleasure um, to welcome on the phone Kimberly Meredith, who is a self-taught medical intuitive, trance channeler, surgical hands-on healer, and spiritual teacher with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Kimberly's shamanic lineage dates back to her maternal great-grandmother, Josefina, who initially practiced shamanic healing in Italy. Wow, we're going to talk about that. As a trans channeler with a worldwide reputation, Kimberly is a vessel for the healing energy of God, the Holy Spirit, and the many ascended masters, specific, specifically Mother Mary and the angels. With this love and light-filled energy moving through her body, she combines prayers, chanting, and the activation of light energy to awaken the spirit within and stimulate healing energies that lead to amazing results. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Kimberly. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you. How are you today? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I'm only just a teeny bit sad that uh, couldn't have you in studio. But, you know, when you're all the way out in California, it does make it a little bit tough. <laughs> yes, but the good news is I might be coming back out in March. Yay! Okay. So, like, once you get your dates firmed up, let me know so we can definitely get you here in studio. Okay, that would be very cool. I can't wait. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. So, Kimberly, um, we, we just have like a minute before going to break. Um, I really okay. wanted to get into a little bit of your background and, and, and how you got started, because you have actually kind of a pretty fascinating story. Um, uh, but before we do that, let, let's just take a, a quick break. Um, and and then when we come back, uh, I want to hear all about your, your great-grandmother, Josefina, and kind of okay. how this all got started for you, okay? Okay. Sure. Wonderful, wonderful. So everybody, please Thank stay you. tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. My guest this hour is Kimberly Meredith, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you stuck in a rut? Negative thoughts, feelings, and conversations got you down? Hi, I'm Noreen Sumter, The Potentiator. Tune in every Tuesday, 9 to 10 Eastern Time, and listen for new ideas on my show, Beyond Potential, Live Life Your Way, on talkradio.nyc. do you want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your, your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo woo! What's that? <laughs> <laughs> Talking Alternative Radio. 24 hours a day.
and welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. Uh, Kimberly, you still there? Yes, I'm here. Ah, wonderful, Hi. wonderful. Great, great. Um, yeah, we got uh, one of your friends on the Facebook live stream. Francis Pullen has been waiting for you to come on board. So, uh, oh, and, great. And welcome, Sandy Thanks, Manuel. Um, so, Kimberly, uh, uh, you kind of knew you were a bit special from the time you were a little kid, didn't you? Uh, I, I did feel something, yes. My, um, my eyes were blinking when I was very little. Um, uh, I didn't quite understand what that was. Mm-hmm. But um, I also was laying hands on small animals, and uh, they were being healed and things like that sort of things were happening. <laughs> wow. And this you just, just started doing naturally. It wasn't anybody told you about it. It wasn't like you watched some TV show and then went out and tried to practice it. This just kind of came to you naturally? Yes. Yes, that was happening. And um, I, you know, I, I did, I, I laid hands on a bird. It was dead. And that came back. And I would... Uh, I, I, my aunt, my dog had passed, uh, had a seizure, and oh. I put my mouth on the dog and did kind of like a uh, blowing into the mouth and had come back. And I had done some very unusual things that frightened my mother. Uh-huh. And my mother was, she was Italian, you know, it's just very... Mm. And my mother didn't quite understand what I was doing and kind of was pushing away you know, I didn't understand it either, and she didn't. You know, kind of when you have a, a stuttering, a child that stutters a lot, uh-huh. and you want to take him to go get help for that. She didn't understand the blinking that was happening uh. a lot periodically. Uh, at times, it would be more than other times, and so she would say, "Stop blinking a lot." Mm. So I would force myself to stop the blinking. And uh, I just always knew I was different. You know, even at school, I had problems with um, reading backwards. I was dyslexic. Uh, And um, I just always knew kids would say, what's wrong with your hands? A boy, for one, didn't want to hold my hand. And I remember telling him I was reincarnated and they forgot to change my hands. (laughs) And I remember him telling the principal that, She's saying reincarnated, and then my mom was really mad at me for saying that word, and I don't remember where I got that word either. Wow. It was very strange that I knew these words, too, and uh, that really upset my mom for saying reincarnated. Wow. So, um, Why were your it hands... It really weird. What, uh, and so what was with your hands? Your hands looked like, like an older person's hands when you were a kid? Um, I remember as young as four... My hands just never felt like my hands. Like uh-huh. they were very rough and uh. old and shriveled looking. Oh. And my feet were different too, but my hands more. I see. And, um, you know, my eyes were green blue and my hair was different than my mom. My mom was dark, darker Italian. She looked like Natalie Wood, just beautiful. Right. Uh. And um, my hands just. I just was different, you know, and I just, my hands were, just nobody wanted to, like, touch my hands. And so it was just very strange. (laughs) So I just always said they forgot to change my hands. (laughs) Interesting. So, so and and you, like, as most children who are a little bit different, you know, you got a lot of grief, I guess, from your peers. 
Um, did you? <laughs> did, did you eventually? Just... Now everybody's like, just touch me. Funny how a couple of decades changes things, doesn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Now it's like okay. <laughs> um, and, and so. Uh, so because you got like, you know, all this kind of flack from people as a kid, did did you kind of like, like turn off your gifts for a while or did you always keep them and you just stop talking about them? Uh, yeah, I, I accomplished that. I stopped the blinking. Uh. <laughs> and then, uh, I, I, I didn't do the blinking anymore, I guess. As a, I think like eight years old, it, it stopped. And then um, okay. I just forgot about it and then I went on and carried on and you know life went on and I'm writing a book about some of it and then um, I started going into other things dancing dance classes what my mom wanted me to do uh, <laughs> so I was just tap dancing in ballet and things like that <laughs> so yeah I went on and did those things Okay. Nothing had to do with healing or anything like that. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so yeah. then what kind of put you back on your path for, for becoming a, a healer and intuitive? My grandmother. I was very close to my grandmother more than my mother. My grandmother okay. on my father's side, I adored her and she adored me. And we had some karmic past lives together uh, that was beyond belief. Um we were so bonded, it was just, you couldn't keep us apart. So my grandmother, even right now, I'm getting chills because we're still connected. I can hear her knock. Oh. She has a knock. It's like, it's called a shave and a haircut, two bits. It's like, dun, uh, dun, 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 like that. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, we're still connected to her on the other side. And she died two months after my, uh, my uh, accident. And... Um, uh, we're still really connected, and she named me Chan mm-hmm. uh, when I was born, uh, which is really strange because she's not Asian. Mm. <laughs> and um, uh, which I found out later means it can mean God in other languages, uh, mm-hmm. but it can mean pretty baby too. And she she called uh, me Chan my whole life. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and so uh, we're very very close even right now, and. Uh, she was a dental hygienist and in the in the in the health you know field and so she always said you know i think you should go into nursing you're very caring you always touch people and help them with your hands and you have this healing about you and i my mom was into acting and she was an uh, actress my mom's like, no, she's an actress. She's just acting. <laughs> so I was like torn one. But I like the healing. Uh, you know? So anyway, I went into both. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. And and yeah. and you mentioned your accident. That was a that was a pretty severe accident you had, wasn't it? Uh, absolutely horrific. Mm. <laughs> and it, it it awakened me to uh, what I was from the beginning. This. You know, after the accident was the um, a big awakening to back to the blinking. <laughs> ah. yeah. yeah. And 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 so after the accident and and your your gifts kind of reawakening. I mean, you 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 worked. Uh, I'm assuming on on helping yourself to heal first. Yes. Uh, yeah, 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I became, um, well, I, after the accident, I had a near-death experience. Uh. And I went through that, uh, feeling what that happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I became a full-blown channel. And uh, then the eyes started uh, blinking again and um, experiencing all these different... Um, I had to surrender over to who I was, came into the world mm. to be from the beginning. My true, my true self of who I who I am right now. Cool. Um, do you remember? Yeah, very what, cool. What um, what it was like on the other side when you had your near death experiences? Um, I, I do remember it. Um, I have, I've had, I do now realize that i've had i had two of them actually ah okay you know possibly two uh two two near-death experiences happened between that time period and and how old were you when you had that accident um i i don't really know actually because i i'm so confused about age and time periods at this Uh. moment yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so, um, and you said like after that, you you also became a full blown trans channel. Um, it, it must have been difficult in the beginning to kind of. I mean, I mean, obviously, you you have a very, uh, you know, strong spirit for this kinds of things. But I imagine it must have been at least a little bit difficult, if not for you, for the people around you, and then for you because they probably gave you a hard time about you know, your gifts unfolding. What was that like, that period where you were, you know, starting to come into, you know, being who and what you truly are? Right. And I also want to make it um, so you understand, Sam, when you ask me questions, um, uh, they answered the questions for me. So Ah. my left eye blinks, yes. The right eye blinks, no. And both eyes blink together in the... Um, it's like a sovereign free energy of God. Mm-hmm. So it's just like blinking straight um, free will. Gotcha. So it's like when they answer, they'll say yes, no, and then straightforward. So then that's how they, they let me answer questions. Ah, <laughs> so like if you ask me something, they'll just like safe, straightforward. So, um, so that's how I answer the questions. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, so go ahead and ask me the question again. Well, I was asking kind of what it was like after these gifts started opening up inside of you and you started embodying them again. Like, was it difficult for you? It, 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 it was a very interesting experience because it didn't happen all at once. Mm. I was admitted to the hospital after the accident and the near-death experience didn't happen right when I had the accident. It happened when I went into the hospital, um, and I had the experience in the hospital. And then when I came to out of the near-death experience, I, I woke up in a lot of pain and then realized my life was never going to be the same again. I couldn't walk, oh. and... I couldn't talk, and I wasn't going to go back to the life that I had really loved before. It was it was over. So I, I really didn't know what was happening to myself, and I was in such great amount of pain with my neck and my legs, and there was a lot of sadness. I didn't know I was going to be this vehicle for God 
and mm. of service. I, I thought I was going to go back to my other life. You know, I didn't know what was going on. And mm. so I went home in a wheelchair and I was in the medical community was saying, this is your life. Mm. So then when I got home, I was subjected to nursing care and all this stuff. So it was gradually over a year that it unfolded for me. And when it started to unfold, I had to figure out what was happening to me. I was in another dimension. I was in a lower frequency of the third dimensional like we are now in this world where it was like, okay, I have to take these medicines. I have to live with my head exploding. And then it was all of a sudden I said, I know something is happening, but I don't really know what's happening. I know I went to the other side. I know I came back. I saw these other worldly things happening to me when I coded, but now what is happening to me? I felt the chills going through my legs. I felt the energy of the Holy Spirit. I know that happened to me. I did feel this happening, but now what is happening to me? So gradually everything started to unfold, but it wasn't until I actually surrendered truly over threw the medicine away, and just completely let myself go, then a true awakening happened to me. Mm. And then everything came through, and I ended up being who I am right now, which is the channel. And then I started having more awakenings and more awakenings and more. When I truly became the authentic, person I am right now, which is a complete channel to the other side. But it's gradually more and more of the gifts came through. Right. So it continues um, when I just let everything go. So it continues to unfold as, as time continues on. It's 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 still unfolding. It's still unfolding, yes. yes. It's still Absolutely. unfolding. Okay. And yeah. And let us take a quick break. It's time for us to take another quick break. Um, and when we come back, I'd like to talk about, you know, what uh, these gifts are and like, you know, how do you work with Holy Spirit and, and what sure. what are the kind of messages that come through? Okay, Kim? Sure. Wonderful. Wonderful. And a big welcome to Franklin, James, Jack, and Amy. Amy, also someone with uh, near-death experiences on the Facebook live stream. Thank you all for joining us. So please stay tuned. <laughs> You're welcome to the, you're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We're talking with Kimberly Meredith, and we'll be right back after these messages. You are listening to the Talking Alternative Network. If you have an interest in marijuana, you want to know about marijuana, law, policy, and culture, then feel free to join me, Joseph A. Bondi, every Friday at 11 o'clock in the morning on my show, In the Know 420 on TalkingAlternative.com. Legalize the earth to continue to resist the passage of this necessary legislation. 
Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Talking Alternative Radio, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. So, Kimberly, um, you know, you, uh, I guess, work with the whole God, the Holy Spirit, Ascended Masters, Mother Mary, the angels. You know, I've, I've talked to many people who, who, as I like to say, are well-connected upstairs. Um, so so what are what do you see as your gifts being what what are your gifts how do you work with people how do you help people uh that is that is a great question you know i i feel that i'm here uh to really help activate people um to bring them into their true self and connect them to the energy of our amazing God. And when I say God, you know, God is, I I mean, it's hard for me not to cry when I say God because um, the energy of God is just this beautiful, free, um, how do I say, phenomenon. It's a... um, beautiful, loving energy, Um, fearless. We are fearless when we connect to God. Um, We are a reflection of God, a sovereign energy, amazing. When I say Holy Spirit, it's the highest spirit. It's not meaning a Christian or religion. Mm -hmm. And when I take my hands and I lay it on, a person's body where I feel an energy like a tumor or something that needs to be taken off somebody and it leaves is because we are connecting together and we are going into that higher frequency. When I say 12th dimension, it absolutely is a 12th dimensional frequency. Mm-hmm. And that is an energy where God is at. And I wouldn't believe it if I am not experiencing this and seeing it with my own eyes. Hmm. It is beautiful. And when you were talking earlier and I was listening to you, I was like, right on, Sam. (laughs) When you were saying, we are being mind controlled at times because we are. And we don't have to be. Heaven is here. It can be here, right here on earth. And what we see in our hearts, And what goes on in our soul 
can reflect in our outer world. Every one of us is so important. And how we see things inside of us can reflect outward into our own consciousness and out in the outer consciousness of our humanity. So I am here to help us on that aspect. And I'm also here. Uh, they use me and my eyes. I do a lot of channeling with they go through my body and they use my eyes with code blinkings. Mm-hmm. I do sign language with them. They come through. And the kind of medium channeler I am is they use me as a sign languager through the angels, the angelic realm. And I blink in codes. They speak with me through code blinking, which is really fun. And they'll tell you, you know, when I scan over people's bodies, um, which some call me medical intuitive scanner. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do it with, you know, like they'll say, oh, you've had, you know, this happened to you here. How, you know, you have a brain tumor here or whatever you've got in your brain or whatever. They go through the body really fast and they'll scan you and tell you this has happened to you. That has happened to you. That has happened to you. And, um, you know, and then they'll go and say how many years you've had it or this that's happened that, you know, and then they'll say, uh, or you've had cancer here or there or that. And then they'll say how many years you've had it. And then they'll say, you don't need to have it anymore. And so when you said things can be simple, you're correct, Sam. Things <laughs> can be simple. And they'll right. say to the person, like I'll say, do you want to have it gone right now? And they'll say, sure. <laughs> <laughs> and so we right. can have it gone if you want. And how can you have it gone like that? Well, we open our arms up and we can surrender and breathe it out of the body. And, and when you say prayer or chant, Again, people often think, well, is that a religious prayer? Is an Our Father or a Hail Mary mm-hmm. a religious prayer? Or is an Oming or I am love and I am light? No, to me, they're blinking. It's really not a religious prayer. It is saying, you could say happy birthday. I mean, you could say, ah. Anything that you feel loving to yourself. I mean, many people come from all over the world and say anything that they feel open to their heart that they want to say. Some people say to me, Kimberly, can I say my favorite, you know, chant that I like to say? And I say, yes, rock on. Say whatever you want to say. It's fine. We can say anything that feels loving in our hearts that we want to say. And I just happen to say, I love to say the Hail Mary. And it's funny because I was raised half Jewish. Uh-huh. And I like okay. to say Hashem sometimes, uh, or should okay. What They come through me and they say whatever you want to say at the time. Sometimes I say the silliest things, you know, I can become very silly at times, you know. <laughs> you know it's well, being playful can reason. be helpful, right? Yeah, I'm very silly at times. So <laughs> I, I like to say, you know, I like to listen to Sat Nam Kerr. You know, I like oh, to yes. I love her music. say beautiful things, but the energy of spirit Love is when we are just vibrating highest loving, compassionate words. And it's so amazing to see that tumor or that energy. And when I do the surgical healings, and when they tell me, I'm getting chills right now through my body. When they tell me with my right eye, it'll go where the colon was actually cut open or taken out and put back in. And now it needs to just be moved back in a little bit better, you know, and then placed back in the right way so the person can go to the bathroom a little better. 
and then they open their their arms and they go, I am love, I am light, I am love, I am light, I am love, I am light. And I'm putting it back in the right way and they're opening their arms and we're going in that dimension and they can feel it and it's not hurting when I'm putting it back with my fingers and they're, and they're doing it, I'm doing it, and we're in the Trinity and it's doing it and it goes in really super fast and they feel so much better and we're just chanting together and it goes in and we rocked it and it's simple and the next few days later I get an email and they say, I'm going to the bathroom better and I feel great. Hmm. I'm like, we accomplished that and it was easy and it, it's over with, it's done. And we were, I feel like it was like we went in that Harry Potter world, you know? It's like, <laughs> yeah. And like you said, it can be magic, simple. It yes. doesn't have to go on forever. Right. Do you work with people at a distance or only in person? Oh, I do many Skypes around, uh, the, around, around, the, yeah, around, yeah, around the world. Oh, okay. Many Skypes. I can, this can be accomplished through Skypes. And how through Skype it, it, it can help is that maybe you have um, a friend or a family member in the room too with you, and or if you just have, a, you can do it with me too. You use your hands with my hands. I'm, I'm putting my hands with you, but maybe you have a family member also using their hands on you also, and so that can really help too. And then I do live events, mm -hmm. and in the live events, which is really super cool, is that the angels will come through me, and they will go out and find you. Hmm. <laughs> uh, are, are there s yeah. specific angels that you work with, or, or do you just work with the angelic realm in general? Um, I, I they don't. They're not going to name Pacific Angels, but okay. I, I do I do love their saying, they're connecting. The angels are here to proclaim that God is here to come into the body, the Holy Ghost, and heal you. Hmm. But the angels are here to go out to proclaim who they want to find, to bring onto the table to show that you can help heal your own body with the Holy Ghost hmm. and receive the healing and then go on and keep proclaiming the healing in your body. And then you are healed. Hmm. And then you can learn to do this. We're going to teach classes. And, and then you can keep passing it on and hmm. healing yourself right. all the time. And then... The world can keep being healed, and we can live in this higher dimension, and we can stay in this 12th dimensional energy, and we can put shields around our body and not take in this lower frequency, and our food can stay healed, and we don't have to keep, you know, eating food that's, that's contaminated. We don't have to keep urinating in the toilet, the bad, uh, uh, you know, food, foods that go into the ocean, and our mm. fish don't have to keep being contaminated. Right. Wonderful, wonderful. So, uh, <laughs> yes, it's beautiful. The yeah. world is—I think the world's looking a lot brighter in the future. Yeah, you know, uh, just They're I was just blinking. commenting with Robert Engineer. You know how you know after the, this election, people are getting more active, more involved in that. You know, sometimes mm -hmm. people get a little depressed at like all the craziness that they see around them. 
but it all a- kind of acts as a wake-up call in a way to, to help people to be more conscious, doesn't it? Oh, they're blinking. Absolutely. You're, you're absolutely correct. Yeah, wonderful. So, Kim, believe it or not, it's time for us to take our last break of the show. Okay. Um, so what I would like, if, if, if it's okay, is maybe like during the break, if you can kind of ask the guides, your guides, if they have any messages for the audience. And when we come back, let's um, like just see what they have to say. Yes, yeah, or I could take questions or whatever you want to do, Sam. It's up to you. Um, I'm open and free for anything you'd like to do. Okay, great, great. So everybody, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We've been speaking with Kimberly Meredith, and we'll be right back after these messages. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to SecretsOfTheSire.com. TalkingAlternative.com Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. Just a quick shout out to our listeners from around the globe in Hong Kong, Canada, Germany, UK, Korea, as well as across the United States. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, Again, if anyone would like to call in and ask a question of Kimberly, uh, the call-in number is 877-480-4120. Or if anybody on the Facebook live stream on the video, if you have questions, feel free to just type it in the comments field of the video and we'll relate it to Kimberly and and see what she has to say. So, so Kimberly, um, actually, I forgot. I wanted to ask you about your great-grandmother, Josefina. How did you find out about her? Um... Well, it's funny, when I was little, they didn't talk a lot about her um, uh, healing abilities or anything. It was kind of kept quiet, like a secret, like uh-huh. it was voodoo or something. Uh-huh. But uh, um, <clears throat> she came from Italy. Uh, she was born in Genoa, and my uh, grandfather was from Sicily. And uh, then they went to Jamestown, New York. They actually lived right next to Lucille Ball. Oh, wow. And I guess um, she had a little... Uh, place in the back of the house in Jamestown where she did healings and she had like remedies and I guess that uh, the doctor in Jamestown sent people to her to do healings in the back of the house. She did (laughs) healings in Italy and I guess she was ran out of Italy. They didn't want her there but she would cure people of blood poisoning. Wow. And uh, she was very known in Italy but they ran her out 
saying she was a, like a witch or something. I don't know. I guess they didn't like uh, the stuff. She was a very successful healer in Italy. Mm. And uh, I guess back then it wasn't that popular yes, <laughs> for yes. her to be doing this type of stuff. But then in Jamestown, she became very known as a healer in Jamestown also. Uh. And she um, wanted all of my aunts to be doing it, but none of them got the gift. Oh. And when I started doing it, my family here recently, uh, uh, my mom and dad are gone. They died when I was younger. But oh. my aunt, my older aunt said, um, I can't believe Kimmy got these gifts now. I don't really talk to them very much, but she said that my great-grandmother, because um, uh, uh, she died before I was born, uh was saying Hail Mary. She found a little, uh, little, pa- a little uh, like a uh, scarf wrapped in uh, Italian prayers with Hail Marys in them, which I think is very unusual. Mm. Uh, that she had them in a little, a little, uh, uh, like a little sachet of them, I guess. Right. Uh, but uh, I guess nobody got the gift in the family of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So it it all came down to you, huh? Maybe. I I don't, yeah, I guess. But uh, (laughs) I didn't really know a lot about her. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, that just heard that she did it in Italy, but then she had gone to Jamestown and did it at the the back of the house. And and the the, the doctor in Jamestown used her a lot. Gotcha, gotcha. With 10 people to her. So, I mean, in addition to being a a healer, a hands on and a non hands on healer, I mean, you're also. A, a trance channel. So, I mean, do you also yes. just like give people messages from spirit? Do do you do you yes. have teachings? Yes, I, I'm I'm teaching laying on hands, and I'm going to be do I do activations. Uh, I do the twelve twelve dimensional activations. I'll be teaching a class in the Los Angeles Conscious Expo in February. Okay. It's on their website right now. I do. Spirit dosing also. People bring uh, their herbs to my office. A spirit comes to me and helps with their dosing with that. Um, uh, I They use me for a lot of things that yeah. the spirit does. And um, I, I have multiple ways they're using me in many ways to help people. I'm here to serve you in many ways. Hmm. Um, yes. So, so I'm wondering... Yeah. If you open up to, to spirit right now, if for the people listening now or the people who may yes. listen to the recording afterwards, if they have some message, if they have, you know, something they would like to share. Oh, oh I see what you're saying. Um, okay. Um, oh. Uh. <laughs> 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 okay. Um, uh, oh, you mean for me to say to the, to, to people? Right. Uh, to, to anybody oh, who okay. might be listening now or listening in the future. Okay. Oh, for for the people to to go with out there to to the world. Yeah. I, I feel I feel like for people to. Um, um, to go out to the world to to know that we need to stand in our truth right now and not feel persuaded by other people's um, uh, influences to understand that 
being that we're living in a multidimensional world right now. And that what that means is that there's so many dimensions, meaning dimensions. I think people might not understand what dimensions are. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's why it gets confusing for us. Um, people sometimes feel a lot of anger or energy coming at them and they don't understand what that is and there is a real dark energy here it's a mm-hmm. dark consciousness right. they feel that the dark consciousness is inside of them and it's not it's an outer consciousness that's coming at them right. and they need to understand sometimes that that dark energy is real it is okay. a real dark energy that is existing it's been here from the beginning of time and it's not something that just arrived okay <laughs> and it can be dismissed. We can live in a brighter world. Uh-huh. And how you can gain control over that dark energy is by understanding you have to put two feet in all the way uh-huh. and understand that you can tap into the higher consciousness by proclaiming that you are love, you are light, you are with God, loving energy, and understanding there are so many different dimensions and You don't need to understand all the time all of the dimensions. The most important dimension is the higher frequency dimension. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that you can be in that higher frequency dimension, most of the time you fall back down sometimes in the lower frequency dimension, and that's okay too. But the most important thing is that you don't need to stay there all the time. You can go back up. And you can go back up easily when you learn the tool that you can learn to say, I am love, I am light, and I am okay. I can go back up pretty easy. And I go out and I can teach this to people. And it's easily to do that by catching yourself and knowing that you are good, you are love, you are light, and that you are going to be thrown off sometimes by darker energies and darker frequency people that have that energy with them and they don't understand that it is an energy that tries to go at people that are lighter beings that are really great and loving. It goes after people that are mostly those loving beings. And so all I'm trying to say is that, I don't know if you're, you're maybe you're, you're understanding what I'm saying. Yeah, I got you. Energy, I got you. Yeah. This energy here is not going to win. Right. When we say, when we make a commitment to be in the higher frequency, 12 dimensional consciousness energy that is love and is light. And is a higher frequency loving energy. So tapping into that higher loving energy and stating it out loud is very important. Ah, so using this, the vibration of the voice. Oh, yes. And gotcha. understanding that a lot of people are not really a lower vibrational frequency. They're being tapped by that lower vibrational frequency because they are beautiful human beings. Hmm. They're just being attacked by that lower vibrational frequency. Right, right. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, thank you so much, Kimberly. I, I, I'm, I'm sad to say that, that our time is coming to a close. So um, <laughs> uh, if, uh, yes, if you could, uh, if people want to learn more about you and, and get information about you, uh, did you have a website yes. for people to look at? Sure. It's called thehealingtrilogy.com. 
And I'd love to help anybody that needs help, yes. Wonderful, wonderful. And you help Thank people. You for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure, my pleasure. And I look forward to seeing you when you, when you come back to New York. Well, thank you. Thank you yes. so much, Kimberly. I, I really appreciate you and uh, uh, appreciate you. all that you do in the world. So I look forward to, to meeting you in person next time. I absolutely look forward to meeting you. And I'm really, really, I'm an honor to be on your show. And I, I really love what you're saying out there, Sam. Uh-huh. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ken. And uh, thank you to all of our listeners out there uh, on, from talkradio.nyc and, and on the Facebook live stream. Uh, welcome, Elaine, Lay, Nicole, and Rose. Thank you all for tuning in. Like I said, please feel free to share the video with your friends if you feel there's something here that resonates with you and that um, you think would resonate with, with your friends. Um, just to let everybody know, I am not going to be in studio next week. I'm, I'm uh, going to be off spending some time with family, but we are going to be replaying a wonderful interview I did with Dr. Rachel Harris about her book, Listening to Ayahuasca. I hope you'll tune in for that at, uh, next week at, at 12 p.m., as it is every week at 12 p.m. Um, and uh, as, as many of you, the regular listeners, know, there's been some change up with the lineup and uh, Oscar Nordstrom, we're rerunning his shows. Uh, he's, he's taking a little bit of a break. Um, and then following him, we have a brand new show from Kai Cole on our Daily Magic, followed by some sh- uh, rerun of Adam's show, uh, Is It Plugged In? And he's also working on some new shows. So uh, a lot of people were doing a lot of stuff in the background. Oh, oh, oh. And I wanted to remind everybody. December 21st is going to be the talking the first annual Talking Alternative Marathon from 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Please uh, sign up for our newsletter to see announcements about it. Make sure to start uh, marking it down on your calendar. We're going to have some fun stuff that day, and uh, we're going to do, as a traditional marathon, th- some fundraising for the radio station. So I really hope you'll tune in and, and uh, share it with your friends. So thank you all for listening. We love you all, and uh, keep coming back. And- And uh, while I won't be here live next week, but you can still tune in next week and hear my show. Take care, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network. Want to connect with? Are you an entrepreneur or intrapreneur looking to build your following? Welcome to our show. Follow, Follow Me Friday, Friday with Joan and Priya. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern on talkradio.nyc. We're, We're your digital, digital connectors. connectors. Woo <laughs> Hey, all you crazy listeners. Looking to boost your business? Why not advertise on Talking Alternative with very reasonable rates? Interested? Simply email at info at TalkingAlternative.com. Are you into comics, movies, and pop culture at large? What about music and TV? Then you're in for a treat. This is Michael Dolce, your host on TalkingAlternative.com. 
I've been professionally writing comic books, screenplays, and music articles for almost 15 years. Catch my show, Secrets of the Sire, at its new primetime slot, Wednesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and get the inside scoop on the pop culture universe you love to talk about. For more info, go to secretsofthesire.com. You're listening to the Talking Alternative Network at www.talkingalternative.com. Now, broadcasting 24 hours a day. Hi, this is Rob Kay. And I'm Callie Alpert. And we're hosts of The Rob and Callie Show. Are you looking for a show that talks about real stuff like life, love, the pursuit of being yourself? Then you have come to the right place because we cover topics ranging from chivalry to gratitude to your relationship with money and everything in between. So listen to us on The Rob and Callie Show Tuesdays, 8 to 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time on talkradio.myc. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? I'm Sam Leibowitz, your Conscious Consultant, and on my show, The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, we will touch upon all these topics and more. Listen live at our new time on Thursdays at 12 noon Eastern Time. That's The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity, Thursdays, 12 noon on talkradio.nyc. listening to the Talking Alternative Network. 